Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Hello, everyone. If you are feeling lonely tonight, this show is for you. If you are not feeling lonely tonight, how lucky are you? A lot of people lately have had a lot of feelings of loneliness. So this show is particularly for you to help you to find ways out of feeling lonely. And there's a lot of difference between lonely and being alone. So, you know, knowing the difference can help too. So what is what is it for you if you've joined tonight and you're feeling lonely? What is it that has created that sense of loneliness for you? For some people, it might be that you've had, uh, you might be grieving the loss of somebody. You might be going through separation. You might have had breakup with somebody, friends, whatever it happens to be. And you might have like a really strong feeling like it's really hard to connect. Like you just can't find your tribe. You can't find your people and you don't really know. Sometimes you can't even connect with you. So you don't know who you are. So it's hard to connect with others because you don't even know what your point of connection is. And then it turns into a loopy, loopy, wild time of feeling really alone. I've gone through a lot of times of loneliness in my life. So I've done a lot of different things to get out of it. And there are, of course, you know, if you go and you go to Google search, how do you get out of loneliness? There are lots of different suggestions and ways to get out of loneliness. So it's not one way to do it. There's definitely going to be ways that will work for some and others that will work for others. So we're going to look at a whole variety of different things on the show and you know, pick the ones that work for you. And sometimes, if, especially the ones that you feel like that, I don't want to do that. Those are often the ones that can have some of the most value for you. It's that old adage of whatever you resist persists. Although is that even, I don't know, is it true? It's like pushing up against a wall. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not, it's not always, right? So you tonight are listening to The Pleasure Zone, and one of the reasons we're talking about loneliness is because for a lot of people, loneliness is like the opposite of pleasure. And in order to get us to a place of having pleasure, we need to be able to feel connected and not lonely. And in order to experience pleasure in a true meaningful way that isn't just, you know, a five second rush where you get your your dopamine hit, and then you're like, oh, I feel good for five minutes. We're looking at how to be sustainable with connection so that you don't have to feel deep loneliness for prolonged periods of time. Deep loneliness for prolonged periods of time. There are actually studies that have shown that deep loneliness for prolonged periods is like equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. 
it is that detrimental to your health. So I'm sure there are other studies that show different uh, different indicators. That's just one that I happened to come across. So, you know, when you think about it, if loneliness is causing a few things in your life, if loneliness is causing depression, if loneliness is causing you to disconnect, if it's causing you to have issues in in all your relationships and including having issues with work, maybe even showing up, that loneliness could lead to the depression that has you non-functional. That loneliness can also be caused by several things. And lately I've been uh, like slightly addicted to watching this uh, YouTuber slash, well, uh, influencer named uh, Auri Katarina. And Auri Katarina is from uh, Finland, I believe. And she's just recently moving to Florida. So this is uh, December of 2023 when I'm talking about this. And Auri Katarina is a cleaner. She's like, considers herself the world's best cleaner. She's pretty amazing. She she is a fantastic cleaner, but a lot of the people that she cleans for have a very, um, you know, there's mental health stuff going on and a lot of them are very lonely. And some of the loneliness is caused because their homes are hoarding homes. There's filth and there's all kinds of garbage and trash. And so they're, they aren't able to invite people in. And sometimes you'll see that in your in your own environment. Is your environment conducive to inviting people into your life? Or have you created ways and barriers to allow, you know, to stop people from actually showing up? You know, if you're if you're living in a gated community where you need to have 35 different codes and then pass a special troll on your way through, it might be tricky, you know, and if you need to know those, <laughs> all the secret things to pass over that, you know, bridge, if you need to know all those things, you're going to make it really hard for people to try and get to you. And I know those things can be symbolic to you. I'm not talking like you have to be living in a gated community, but those things are ways that we physically set up ways to avoid having people show up and enter our lives. You know, I live in the middle of nowhere and most people would probably go, oh, how do you do it? You must be so lonely. Well, I do a lot of things to ensure that I'm not lonely. Strangely, when I lived in a city, when I lived in an, in a building that had like nine other tenants and I had a two bedroom apartment, my apartment was very welcoming. There was extra um, parking there so people could visit if they wanted. I lived down beautiful restaurants I lived right on the waterfront I could look out and see the water it was actually a really incredible spot that I lived and I was lonely like incredibly lonely you know what's even weirder I was in a relationship at the time and I was incredibly lonely well part of that was because the person I was in relationship with was an addict so um, it was very hard to to connect um, when somebody's living the addiction and they're not recovering it's really hard to connect with a person they can't be present with you so it's like it's like being alone essentially even though you're in a room with somebody you feel alone um for one it's when there's addiction it's usually all about that the person who's the addict and it has nothing to do with you you don't exist their life is more important and everything they think and feel is more important at least that was my experience 
so so when I look at like what is lonely, it doesn't mean that you are alone. You can be alone and not lonely, and you can be in a room filled with people and feel incredibly lonely. I'm talking to those of you who are feeling lonely. And that that's a feeling of, you know, not being able to connect with others, not being seen, not being heard, not being received, all of those things that are so important to us as human beings. We live on a planet with like 8 billion people and we didn't come here to be alone. We came here to connect. Even if you're a hermit, you're probably connecting to something. Maybe you're connecting, you know, as a hermit, you're connecting to your cave into nature but if you are in a place of deep deep loneliness you might not even feel a connection to anything not nature not um, other people not anything in nature like even animals or plants or pets or anything like that so if you're feeling a connection to nothing like anything that comes in your space you don't have a reaction to uh, or a connection to then that is like incredibly deeply lonely. And that can be a huge contribution to depression. So there's got to be ways, right, guys? There's got to be ways to find that you can get out of the lonely and start to feel connected to you primarily. You need to feel connected. And then through your connection to you, you can connect with others. So how do you connect with yourself first? Well, first of all, I want to let you guys know that there are over 400 episodes that you can listen to on, on, on particularly on the Pleasure Zone, uh, on Inspired Choices Network. There are thousands of episodes you can listen to from, from all different creators, content makers, and hosts of shows that will give you tips and tools on things that you can do for yourself so you can improve your life, whether they're life coaches, business coaches, health coaches, you name it, we've got all kinds of experts on this channel. If you go back and look at some content, you'll probably get some good ideas on how to connect with yourself. On this show, on The Pleasure Zone, I do talk about connecting with yourself emotionally, connecting with yourself using your senses, connecting with yourself physically. And today, I'm also going to be talking about a few other things that are a little less sex-based, but they will definitely get you into connecting with your body so that you can feel more able to respond sexually. So when you're not feeling connected to your body, it's really tricky to be able to have any kind of sexual response. You might not feel anything. You might feel frozen, actually. So why I talk about this stuff is because in my practice, I work as a holistic health practitioner and I work with people with their health issues. But also because of that, I found that through the work that I do that a lot of people who have come with health issues also have relationship issues and they've had secret things going on in their relationships or personally in their lives that they haven't told people, traumas that they've experienced. And so all that stuff comes out in conversations. And these are all things that when I work with you holistically, they all come out on the table. I'm also a sex and intimacy coach and I love working with people on helping you feel and find ways to have intimacy with you and then with others. So intimacy with you is also a way to start getting out of the loneliness so what do we do when we feel lonely what are some of the top things i would love to hear from you guys too as listeners and if you're listening on anywhere that you can write comments i would love to hear what some of the things that you've chosen to do when you feel lonely what gets you out of a funk 
And if you are feeling lonely and you just have no idea what to do and you're like on your last leg and you just need somebody to talk to, you can connect with me. Go onto my website, melitsayellenh.com and, and book. Um, book like I think I have a 30 minute call on there. So you can book 30 minutes with me, 15 or 30 minutes with me. Let me know in the comment that, hey, I listened to your show about what to do when I feel lonely and I just need to talk. Let me know. I'm happy to gift that to you. Please reference the show though, so that I know and that I will be able to gift that to you because I don't always gift that amount of time. So yes, reference the show so that I will know. So if you have had, you know, if your loneliness is caused by the feeling of loss of somebody, if you, you know, lost a, a partner, a child, a parent, a friend, any kind of loss, whether the person has died or they've just left your life can feel, you can feel likely deep grieving in all those circumstances. And one of the ways to start to get yourself into feeling a little more comfortable with that is to like actually let yourself grieve because it's a really valuable experience and very valuable expression to have. And the other thing to do is you know, after grieving, remember to celebrate, celebrating somebody's life, celebrating anything that you can remember about them. And sometimes the thing to celebrate or remember are some really simple things like, you know, I have, all my grandparents have died. I knew three out of four of them. Well, actually I'll say four out of five, because I even knew my great grandmother. And, uh, my one grandmother, I, when she passed, I inherited a few things of hers. And every once in a while, when I think about her, if I, I kind of miss her, I'll just, I'll just pick it up. She had like, my grandmother wore babushkas on her head. So in Serbian, they're called marama. And she would wear a kerchief, kerchief in English. I had to try and remember I'm backtracking languages here. She wore a kerchief on her head. And um, I got one of the kerchiefs and I think I was the only grandchild that got a kerchief and every once in a while uh, I just hold it and I think of her and she's like she's the cutest if you've ever if you've ever seen any like folk tales of European grandmas who have like boobs down to their bellies and they have the kerchief on and they're wearing their little dresses that go past their knees and their little klompe what are they called in English uh clogs and <laughs> wearing those like really cute little look and that was my grandma she was the atypical looked exactly like a uh, applehead doll kind of grandma like friggin awesome lady I'm her namesake and everyone in her and her it's not that I grieve her anymore I just like her wisdom was awesome and her presence was lovely so every once in a while I like want to feel her presence I'll find the things that remind me of her and feel her energy so if you are feeling lonely by the grief of a loss of somebody you can always tap into them you know and if you're like yeah I can't okay that's okay that might not be for you you know if you're like Meh, I don't want to I don't feel it I don't sense it it's okay not everybody does and it doesn't make it right that I can it doesn't make it wrong that you choose not to or can't or think you can't um, so then you can look at other ways that you can connect with somebody and sometimes it's that you need to actually get into that deep deep grieving 
that deep, deep grief that you can start to realize that um, all that sadness was preventing you from feeling or sensing them too. So sometimes that occurs. We have lots of reasons why we might be lonely. And this time of year, I know it's crappy to be like this time of year. Actually, it's pretty much any time of year, whether it's like, it's a full moon, it's a new moon, it's um, Mercury's in retrograde, Uranus is in the ninth house. I don't I don't know, <laughs> whatever. It You could find any particular reason to feel lonely, it's okay. And if you are looking for a way to get out of that feeling of loneliness, we're gonna talk about some solutions here. I wanted to bring up some of the more common ones around death and just being able to connect with things or objects or memories of people. Talking about them too can sort of help you to remember them and let the emotions come up so that you can feel them and sense them. So we're going to talk about a few other ones, things you can do when you're feeling lonely, because if you haven't gone through that, you're really lucky. And if you have gone through it and you know what it's like, I'd love to hear your comments on how you've worked through that. And if you're looking for solutions, stick around. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you watching video and wondered on video, was that little somebody, somebody that just popped onto screen during commercial? That was Leonidas, Midas for short. She may be coming out later to sing a little song that just came up last night and it's all about loneliness. We will see if that happens. I could be that awkward for you guys tonight. 
we are talking about loneliness and sometimes being lonely, you can feel shy and you can feel like you don't want to get out there in the world and sing those crazy songs with your dolls and puppets because not every grown up wants to, just saying. <laughs> Am I a grown up? I just have a grown up body, let's face it. So what to do when you feel lonely? I think the number one thing, just whenever you're experiencing anything is to acknowledge it. And how do you acknowledge it? You can say it out loud. That's one thing. Actually hearing your own voice say, I feel lonely, can be shocking, can be eye-opening, can be the first step actually in finding a solution. And just like when somebody has addiction, if the first thing they say is, hi, I'm an addict. That's why in 12-step programs, one of the first things you do when you go in a room is be like, hi, I'm so-and-so and I'm an addict. And if you if you know that about you, if you can admit to yourself what's going on, like, wow, I'm lonely, then you can start to look for solutions. So I highly recommend saying it out loud because there's something about hearing your own voice say those words that it's like you can't deny your own voice. You can write it out as well if you need to get it out of your head. And thinking it will kind of keep you in a cycle of like, oh my God, I'm so lonely. Oh my God, I'm so lonely. But it's all in your head. It's not coming out. So you haven't really confronted it. Using your voice to say it, it's like it's not something you can avoid once you've heard it. Once you've actually heard yourself say it, it's really hard to avoid it or deny it. <sighs> Take a deep breath. And if you're feeling lonely, just say, wow, I'm actually, I'm lonely. It's okay. That's step number one. And then we're going to move through this. So one of the other things that I did when I was feeling really lonely is I got a plan of action. I started doing some things. So the plans of action actually uh, were, I had, at the time I wasn't fully self-employed. I was only part-time self-employed on like weekends and um, weeknights and I had a full-time job. So part of what helped me was to have a regular routine that I had to wake up for because that have to energy uh, paid my bills and I wasn't I wasn't ready to be destitute and on the street. I've never been ready and willing to be destitute and on the street. So I got my butt up and got to work grudgingly on a daily basis, quite depressed, quite lonely, and got myself to work. That helped, um, gave a sense of accomplishment every day and getting a paycheck helped look at that and go, okay, there was, you know, I got something I got in exchange for doing this. So it, that did help. So having, having something to go to can be helpful. Even when the job is something you don't really enjoy or, you know, the career path that you were taking is like going nowhere. It's okay to not be elated 24 seven, it's okay to have something that just gets you through the day. And if that is having, you know, tasks at hand that you are responsible to take care of, what a blessing that you have something that is your responsibility to take care of and that you have the capacity to be able to do that. So all of those things are great things to be grateful for. Thanks for the responsibility and thanks for the capacity. And now I choose into it. Part of that plan that I also had. So at the time, um, 
when I was feeling quite lonely, I started attending all kinds of things. Most of them were group related. So I went to, I went to actually some dance therapy. That was kind of cool. I did uh, some five rhythms by Gabrielle Roth. And then I did some goddess dancing that was really therapeutic. And then I did, um, I did some chanting for a while with a group and I did martial arts. I was doing all of that at the same time. Like every night of the week I was out doing something so that I wasn't coming home from work, staring at a wall and, and being absorbed in my loneliness. So at the time that I was feeling that loneliness, I had gone through a breakup and that breakup actually severed me from a lot of my friends that I'd had for years. Um, I think I chose that. I chose to like give up everybody because I, you know, when you get into like couple stuff and you have couples friends and it was a couple's friends thing. It was like, well, he's friends with the husband and I've been friends with the wife since I was a child, but you guys go off and be friends. <clears throat> so I let go of a lot of friends from that. And it was like a start over again. And I was also a little self-punishing at the time because I thought I had done something that was really wrong and awful. Um, so that's a story for another day, but I was definitely self-punishing and part of the loneliness was self-punishment. And then I had to find a solution to stop punishing myself. So finding groups like the goddess dancing, moving it out of my body was really important. And then chanting was really good for me, helped me feel connected. And then martial arts was great. It connected me to my body in a different way. Um, it also led to me ended up having a child, but that's a whole story for another day as well. So get a plan of action. And if it's just having something, you know, you don't have to go as cuckoo as I do. Oh, I was also in therapy once a week. <laughs> other therapy, other than dance therapy, I was in like, I was going for energy work and I was getting... Reiki done once a week on me and I was like other therapies so I was oh and I was in a meditation group oh I was doing a lot actually now that I think about it another yeah I was in several things all at once and um and so I needed to have a lot of things to occupy me while I worked out my loneliness and mind you I was in all these places and I wasn't feeling connected to people but what I was starting to do was get connected to my body and connected to myself and learning the things that I liked and didn't like and starting to develop a sense of who I was and that loneliness for me was a really great time to dive deep into understanding myself understanding my patterns my habits and self-development was really good at that like really I really concentrated on self-development like intensely for many years and uh and that loneliness actually was a driving force for that so it was beneficial for me in the end although at the time it was quite painful so having a plan of action can be really helpful whatever that happens to be for you. Um, oh, I also ended up taking stained glass classes and I don't know, like, <laughs> assuming you probably name it, I probably tried it. And um, it was just great in order to, oh, and then I went back to college too. 
um, for a little bit. I just went to college for a course for uh, business law. And I don't know, I was always learning. So why I'm saying this is because actually a lot of the, the different things when, when people talk about how you get out of loneliness are all things that I chose to do. Like they talk about going into groups and, you know, some of the key things that are discussed in the top 10 ways to get out of loneliness. So we've got like having plans, but also getting into activities, right? Finding activities. And whether that's like you're getting into crafting or you're going out and doing things like martial arts or taking up, you know, model train building, like it, it could could be something that you actually really enjoy, but you never tried before. So what I had done actually was I had I had gotten back in the day, and I don't know if these still exist, we had actual magazines for colleges. <laughs> so I just kind of like flipped it open and flipped through and was like, hey, what could I learn? And that's where I found the business law course. Um, that's also where I found like, stained glass and like a whole bunch of other things that I ended up doing was all through flipping through magazines and just seeing what sparked my interest that day. So for me, um, I felt lucky enough that I had things that sparked my interest that could get me out of the house. And I know that there are some of you out there who are in places that are so deep and so dark that nothing sparks your interest. And that's okay too. And if you need to talk, you can always connect with me and book a time with me. When you are in those deep, deep, dark places, sometimes nobody can get you out of them. Actually, nobody but you can get you out of those deep, dark places because it has to do with your mindset. Sometimes you need assistance, but ultimately it comes down to you. So whether you get professional assistance like cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, which there is another CBT that we've talked about on this show, which is mm, 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 torture. There's like a torture that involves genitals. And I let you guys figure out what the C and the B stand for so that I don't get kicked off the air on that one. But cognitive behavioral therapy is another CBT as well. <laughs> so, so what do we do to be able to get out of loneliness? So find things that interest you and start to take an interest in them, start to take action. Um, until about three years ago, four years ago, bef just before COVID started, I didn't really have like a burning desire for gardening, but in somewhere around just before, just before COVID started, I started doing some gardening. Oh, maybe a few years before that, 2018. And I just started with a really tiny garden and I just nurtured it and watched it and, um, that would give me a sense of satisfaction. And then now I have a giant garden, like for food, it's like 20 feet by 65 feet. It's huge. I grow a lot of food in it and I can, there are days where I can get satisfaction out of it. And there are days when I am, if I am feeling sad and unmotivated, if I even just go out and start pulling weeds or start pulling edible weeds to eat, I get some satisfaction from that and I don't have to like work until I'm dead. Although I've done that like half dead and I'm like, well, I just did eight hours of cleaning the garden. Um, it's not really necessary. It's more like about connecting and going out and just like getting some results, right? 
And a lot of things, things for me is for me to feel connected is like, I need to see how I've impacted it. So if I am in a garden, I can see how I impacted it. That helps me feel connected. If I go into my forest and I can like move some, some fallen down branches or whatever, and then I can look back and I can see the difference. I can see how I impacted it. Helps me feel connected. Same with the home. Like if I, you know, go for like a deep clean of my closet, then I can see how I impacted it. And I start to feel better about things like I made an impact and it helps me feel connected. And that doesn't mean that that's going to be true for everyone, but this could be true for you too. So look at different things. It doesn't always have to be the same. You don't have to go sit on a mountain and become a meditation guru for life. It can be your own way. We're going to come back and talk about more ways to get yourself out of loneliness, feeling connected, and hopefully things that you can easily take action that won't cost you a fortune. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back from this commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome 
back, my sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are truly seeking pleasure and you're not feeling connected and you're feeling incredibly lonely, yet you have a burning desire to feel pleasure, this show is for you. And this show might seem really simple and it may seem like, wow, we're really talking about the basics. The basics are always fundamental and they can bring us some of the greatest wisdom and some of the greatest changes ever. So always going back to the basics is great. Whether you're, you know, whether you've been, say, like, for example, you're an artist, going back to the basics of color principles, uh, color theory, genius, that is brilliant stuff. If you happen to be, um, for example, like with the movement work that I do, somatic body work I do, going back to the fundamental basics of body movement can create some of the greatest change in bodies. You don't have to do something sophisticated like a handstand. Sometimes just doing a simple lift of your body to open your body up to give you a different posture to open your actually not just your body when you you know when you have proper posture everything just works better. So there sometimes going back to those simple basics can be the greatest gift that you can give yourself. So the simple basic that we talked about was acknowledge your loneliness. Acknowledge that it exists. It's not it's not something that probably you're not hiding it from others. You're probably trying to hide it from yourself, but most people can see when somebody feels lonely. In fact, usually the more you try to hide it from other people, the more it almost becomes like a repulsion energy where people are like, what are they trying to hide? What are they trying to fake? Sometimes it's usually just be like, hey, you know what? Having a lonely moment and I don't know what to do about it. I've tried this, this, and this. And then, it, you know, people are like, oh, wait, okay, cool. I've been there. I've done that. Here, let's try this. So I think anytime that we try and hide any aspect of ourselves, um, and we're like hiding it so deeply, it, it becomes almost like a repulsive thing. Uh, and and then sometimes too, when you just bring out all of you, like me and my puppeteering, it can also repulse people, but that's okay. Cause now for me, it's like, well, I'm just bringing out all of me. And if you're repulsed by all of me, cool. But if I'm hiding part of myself and then you're repulsed by me, then, oh, am I trying to accommodate? It's easier just to show up. Sometimes it's not easier to show up, but in the long run, it's actually just easier to show up as you. So what we're talking about was acknowledge that you might feel lonely. It's 100% normal. And then how do we move forward? Develop a plan and connect. So you can either connect with groups of people, like finding new groups, new things to attend, courses, learning something new. All those are great. Uh, connecting with people that you've already known for a long time. So I have a friend that goes back. Actually, I have a friend that goes back to kindergarten. Um, and I've yeah, I've known her since I was like four or five years old. And we see each other on social media. And the last time we connected in person was 15 years ago. I think I just had Ziva. And and that's okay though, because I never feel unconnected from her. So every once in a while, you know, we might just send each other a message. What's been up? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And 
it can be helpful to know that people that you've known for that long are actually thinking about you. And I've got friends from high school. I got a handful of friends from high school that I still talk to. Um, and some of them were people that I didn't really hang out with a lot in high school, but I always liked them, but we didn't like socialize a lot. And ironically, some of them are the ones that I have the most in common with now. So we see each other on social media and share information and like actually have probably way more, um, probably way, way more close than, um, than I am with some of the people I was close with in high school and like university friends. So for me, Connecting with people that you haven't heard from or seen in a long time that were your friends that maybe you just drifted and you don't even know what happened. Like my, I have a friend from university that we just, she happened to move away to Australia. So we just didn't have like even the same time zone. She lived in England for a long time. And when she did, we would talk like at least once a week. And then she moved to Australia and that was just like our timelines, time zones were off. And even though there was like a time period where we probably didn't even hear from each other in like two or three years, I never felt unconnected from her. And when I saw her recently in June, I was like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't feel like time exists with us. Like we're just, I don't know, it's just okay. And so, but we are, we did choose at that time and we did choose that we are going to make a concerted effort to actually connect with each other more than once every five years, because we both also realized that we're probably uh, like on some social spectrum that we don't really know how to socialize very well. <laughs> so we're both learning. And uh, it's fun to have friends who are much better socializers than I am and friends who are more extroverted than I am. Because this may come as a shock to a lot of you, but I am actually by nature quite an introvert i can be extroverted for purposes of like business and survival but left to my own wiles i would probably hide at home create a puppet theater and just entertain myself all day long that's probably what i would do so i don't though i get out in the world and it, it's uh it's funny because when i'm extroverted i'm really extroverted and when i'm introverted i'm really introverted i am very extreme on both of those ends so for some of you who are lonely and you are introverts it's helpful to know that it's a for one thing it's okay to be vulnerable and if you do know people and you haven't heard from them in a long time and you'd like to connect with them just send them a message. If they don't respond, they don't respond. If, you know, for all we know, they might not even be alive. So if you happen to know they are alive and they don't respond, then move on. So when it comes to, you know, give them a few days or weeks too, because I've had messages that I didn't even know were sent to me. I actually had a message in my Instagram that was sent to me by um we had a kid who stayed with us from around 2013 and 2014 uh every second week this kid would live with us for a whole week and then we'd take them home they're now a them at the time it was she um they we take them home and they would live for two years we did this and then all of a sudden out of nowhere this child was told that they couldn't come stay with us anymore they were going 
they weren't going to be homeschooled anymore. They were going to go off to a uh, regular school and the dad didn't agree with my values. So they just dropped out of our lives completely gone. And it was very odd. And then a few years later, which was 2019, I saw a message in my Instagram that had been sent to me in 2017 or 2018. And I didn't even know it was there. So try not to get offended because sometimes like me, these people might have you landed in like their junk mail and they never even retrieve it or see it. Um, and mine had landed into that, like that thing where if you're not connected as friends yet, or you haven't accepted each other as friends yet, then you get these messages that are like in another category, which I didn't even know Instagram had side note. So connect with people is what I'm saying. They may reject you and that might hurt. Absolutely. That might increase the loneliness. And this is why having a backup plan is helpful. Like whether it's going to a group thing where you can at least be around people, start to start with some conversations, being in groups of people where there are going to be some extroverts is helpful because the extroverts usually get the conversation going and connect people. And I was watching this in, um, in a youth group last week where it's like, all the kids who had shown up for youth group that week were all introverts and everybody just sat on chairs staring at, and they're all like, you know, 15 to 25 years old, all introverts, not knowing how to communicate. <laughs> so it's always good to have the extrovert to get things going for sure. And if you are an introvert, finding your safe people by even just randomly saying something that you like hey, did everybody see such and such last week? And you might find your person that you can connect with. It can be helpful. Somehow we're at our next break. I'm going to find some more solutions for you guys to talk about what to do when you're feeling lonely because I haven't gotten through all of them, but holy cow, I'm going to give you a list so that you are not without ideas. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are watching on video, I have a little friend with me tonight. Her name is Leonidas. And actually, yesterday, 
a song was channeled through her and I will share that with you guys actually for uh, just so you can get in the groove of how sad and lonely things can be. And uh, I'm not even going to excuse my singing because it's not mine. It's Nidus's and Nidus has a beautiful voice. So Nidus, would you like to take it away? Yeah, I, I'm going to take it away, Lisa. Okay. So here's my song. Everybody, I have a song for you. And here it goes. Don't you worry about me. I'm just sitting here all by myself. Don't you worry about me. Sometimes I can just be doing nothing all by myself. Don't you worry about me. My mama didn't give me an apple for lunch. But don't you worry about me. A doggy bit my butt and that's okay. And don't you worry about me. I fell off the bed and hit my head. But don't you worry about me. Don't you worry about me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that because Nidus is like fantastically, that song has caught on in our house and there are many verses and they're never the same. It's that, you know, just don't worry about me. My life is terribly sad. And sometimes leaning into that sadness and just like really digging deep and being able to express it like Nidus did, to be able to express the fact that, you know, don't worry about me. I'm just all by myself. Don't worry about that. And, you know, you can hear the sadness in Nidus's voice. You understand that it's like, it's kind of tragic, sweet Nidus. So how do we deal with these things? We can get creative. Getting creative is that can happen. And some of you who are musicians, if you are creatives, expressing your loneliness can actually be really helpful. It can help you get out of the funk. It can help people relate to you. It can help you move through things. So definitely there are resources you can, if you're like, I'm not creative, everybody's got something. And, you know, yours might be not your common thing. You know, you might be the person who takes grass cuttings, puts them on the ground and makes messages out of them. That could be your creative style. I don't know where that came out of, but that is, it's not my thing, but it could be your thing. Grass clipping notes. So what are we going to do is we're going to take action. We're going to admit that we're lonely. We're going to create a plan of action to do something, connect with somebody, join a group or a club or several online or in person. In person is really great. Test them out. You don't have to join for life. And you can do other things like learn something new. So taking a course in anything, it doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be something that you turn into a career, just anything that keeps you like intrigued, interested. And there are other people there that you might meet to be able to connect with them. And you might have something in common. I'm a huge fan of also the website meetup.com. Meetup.com has tons of different groups that you can connect with and some of them are free that you can attend different workshops some of them you have a little fee that you pay and you can find different topics different things of interest so that you know you could connect with on the Ontario Lathe Association which actually I connected with a bunch of people who do lathe work because I love lathe 
puppets. I love woodworking on top of puppeteering and a bunch of things like glass blowing. Um, and so in a town not too far from me, there are lathe workshops, which I will be attending um, because it's fun to go out and try something new and meet people. Um, you know, you could just decide you're going to go become a Highland dancer. Go for it. There is, it's like, as long as you get that this is for fun and you're just going out to experience life and you don't have to commit to everything. You're not marrying the Highland dancing and the lathe work. You're just going to test it out. That And that your choices are not wrong. They're just experimental. Just keep choosing and you'll find things that you enjoy. You'll find people in those groups that you connect with. You know, eventually, or you never know, um, maybe they're not for you. Maybe you'll find another group. Whether it's, you know, reading different things that help you give you ideas, uh, you know, so that say you end up in a, a group for uh, like a book club, that sort of thing can be good too. Getting hobbies of any kind can be helpful learning something new, going on online forums. And of course, doing things for others can surprisingly be one of the greatest ways to get out of your loneliness. So starting with really small things, even going to the grocery store and holding the door for somebody, smiling at them. And yeah, they might get mad at you. Oh, well, that's their problem. But you can hold the door, you can smile whether they smile back, that's their choice, but at least you are you are doing something to shift the energy for you so that you're bringing a little light and connection into your life. And there will be people that smile back and there will be people who are grateful and there will be people who that day that you smiled at chose not to take their life because they just needed somebody to smile at them. You can actually change their world. And doing things like volunteering also can be really helpful so that you're connecting and you feel like you're making a difference. And by all means, if none of that seems to work for you and you're like, I tried it all, I hate it all, that's the time to step in to get professional help, to find somebody who can actually help you get through whatever the mindset is to help you to actually break down what it is that is keeping you in the loop of loneliness and letting you find solutions and helping you to find solutions and take action where sometimes it feels like you just can't take action anymore. Sometimes it can feel like you don't have the energy for that. Next week is Christmas, guys. And next week I have an amazing guest, Matthew Brackett. He's been on before and we're going to be talking about the gift of love, what that means to us. And the fact that the gift of love is probably one of the easiest gifts that we can give. And it's a gift that we can give to help people out of their loneliness. So I hope you guys Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.